0: New York Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's View podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View, and we're coming to you on Monday, November 9th, one day after the New York Giants defeated the Washington football team for the second time this season. There are only two victories of 2020 to date. Putting their record through nine games at two and seven, setting up what unbelievably is actually a big game coming up this Sunday at MetLife Stadium against the three, four and one Philadelphia Eagles who happen to lead the uh, woeful, pitiful, awful, embarrassing, whatever you want to call it, NFC East. But uh, no matter how you slice it, no matter what the records are, as joe judge said uh, sunday afternoon that's all irrelevant uh coming up on sunday uh, at metlife stadium is a big nfc east football game with uh, with first place implications where the giants could actually unbelievably put themselves into the uh nfc east title race whether they deserve to be there whether they're a playoff caliber team or not which which they really aren't but uh Nonetheless, big football game coming up on Sunday at MetLife Stadium against the arch-rival Eagles, but uh, that's down the road. Let's talk about Sunday's victory over Washington. As I said, second time this season, the Giants have beaten the Washington football team Giants have now beaten Washington four straight times. All four starts that Daniel Jones has made against Washington in his short NFL career have been victories. So at least we know that the Daniel Jones Giants can handle the Washington football team. But uh, you know the reality of it is, you know we mentioned the Eagles, we mentioned that game coming up on this Sunday. The reality of it is it's nice to beat Washington but at this point, after four straight victories against Washington, it it just doesn't prove anything. At this point, you know we've I said way back in the off season that for the Giants to really begin to show progress, to really begin to show improvement, to really begin to show that they are pointed in the right direction, all things that that rookie head coach Joe Judge has been saying all season, that he sees weekly improvement, that things are getting better, that players are getting better, that they're working hard, that they're learning, that he sees signs of improvement each and every week, to begin to prove those things The New York Giants need to begin to beat teams not named the Washington football team. They need to win games against the Philadelphia Eagles. They need to win games against the Dallas Cowboys. They need to win games against the Cincinnati Bengals, which is another game coming up on their schedule. They need to find ways to start beating teams other than Washington. Hopefully, for the Giants' sake, that will start this coming Sunday against the Eagles but really you know that's where we are with the Giants they just need to start finding ways to beat some of these other teams that's the only way that anyone's going to take them as a legitimate team as a legitimately improving team as a team that you know whether whether they have a chance in the NFC East or not but it's the only way that teams are going to begin to see them as a credible team, as a team that that is getting better, as a team that Joe Judge does have pointed in the right direction. So we'll see what happens this coming Sunday. The early line, I believe, has the Eagles as three-and-a-half-point favorites. We'll see how that moves throughout the week but uh interesting game coming up and it's uh it'll be Eagles week again Giants fans so uh that's always entertaining always interesting always emotional and we'll spend a lot of time talking about about that game at Big Blue View throughout the week few other things that i think in regards to uh to Sunday's game that I want to to get to. I uh, quickly just wanted to mention before I forget that a little bit later on in the show, we will be playing some audio for you with reactions from head coach Joe Judge and several Giants players to uh to Sunday's victory. A few things I wanted to touch on though before we get to that next item on my agenda was as i was watching this game i couldn't help thinking after the uh after the unfortunate kyle allen injury and alex smith's entrance into the game with washington behind at that point i don't know about you guys but i spent the entire game expecting a cinderella finish for alex smith and the washington football team especially with the score 20 to 3 at halftime and then seeing washington drive down the field for an easy touchdown to start the second half cut the lead to 20 to 10 i spent the entire second half expecting alex smith who you know nearly lost his leg after after a gruesome injury a couple of years ago to uh, more or less complete his cinderella comeback by leading washington to a victory on Sunday, uh, come from behind victory. Somehow, I thought I, I thought that that uh, just that if there's justice in the world or whatever you however you want to say it, I just thought that that would have been a fitting thing for Alex Smith. Obviously, from the Giants' perspective, you wanted to see them win the game, and in the end, you know the Giants made some plays on defense at the end of the game. Got a little more nervous little more nerve wracking than you would have liked to have seen it get at the end. But, uh, giants made a couple of interceptions in the last two and a half minutes of the game to, uh, to seal the deal. But, but if you were like me, you were sitting there absolutely expecting Alex Smith to lead Washington to a, uh, a come from behind victory. And it just didn't happen in the end. The giants were able to hold, uh, hold off Washington a- and win the game. Uh Another thing that I think I want to talk about is Patrick Graham and the defensive coordinator for the Giants is absolutely one of the reasons why the Giants won that football game on on Sunday. And I have to be the first one to admit that I was among people who questioned the Giants hire of Graham as defensive coordinator, or maybe better yet, I should say I wondered about whether Graham was going to work out as Giants defensive coordinator, because I wondered why the Miami Dolphins, after one year of Graham as defensive coordinator, where he seemed on paper to do a pretty good job with with very little talent to work with, why the Miami Dolphins would allow Patrick Graham to come to the Giants to basically take the same job. Just made you wonder if Brian Flores, who worked with Graham in New England before hiring him, you know, to do to be defensive coordinator in Miami, it just made you wonder if Flores was actually not thrilled with Graham's work in Miami. But I think that we've seen throughout the first nine games of the uh, of the twenty twenty NFL season that Graham was absolutely a tremendous hire for the New York Giants. Couldn't believe, you know, again yesterday, Logan Ryan telling us that uh, that the Giants, the play that he made the interception on at the end of the game, was a play that they basically installed on Saturday night. It was a play that they had never practiced. Basically, they had just talked about it, and maybe they had walked through it a little bit, but they had never used it, had had never really practiced it. It was just something that Graham thought of got permission from Joe Judge to add to the game plan and at a critical moment ran the play and the Giants executed it and Logan Ryan came up with with an interception in both Giants victories over Washington this year critical defensive schemes defensive calls made by Graham were plays added or schemes added at the last minute by the defensive coordinator and I marvel at that. I marvel at the at the courage to do that and at the ability of players to execute that. But I also think that it just speaks to, uh, to Graham's creativity, to his resourcefulness, to the ability he has shown all year to get the most out of the talent that he has at his disposal with the Giants. I mean, the Giants have holes. They need more playmakers in the back end. They need one big-time quality pass rusher who who commands double teams, who commands the attention uh, of opposing teams, and right now they don't have that. But Graham is absolutely getting the most you can possibly get out of this defense and deserves a lot of credit and and is proving week in and week out that he was an excellent hire by Joe Judge. So just wanted wanted to, to mention that. Uh, and and you know give Graham some credit where credit is due. Another thing that I wanted to talk about didn't have a chance last week to uh, really talk too much about the Golden Tate situation. Just wanted to say, as I also wrote at Big Blue View in my Things I Think column post game on Sunday, wanted to mention that that I fully support Joe Judge in his decision. to, to leave the veteran wide receiver home last week after Tate's sort of throw me the ball outburst during last Monday's game. You know, Judge has talked many, many times about team first attitude. This was really a big challenge, or the biggest challenge he's gotten from a veteran player. And I thought that Joe Judge, in the long term interest of the Giants and in the long term interest of establishing that what he says he means and that they aren't just words absolutely did the right thing to establish the kind of program he wants with the Giants so kudos to to Judge for following up his words with actions and for doing the right thing with Golden Tate also finally before we get to uh to the audio that I want to play for you here in a little bit. Just wanted to salute Logan Ryan for the the terrific game that he played on Sunday for being a terrific person. Logan Ryan has been nothing but but gracious with the Giants' media all season. Had a a, a horribly difficult week last week with his wife Ashley, undergoing emergency surgery for an ectopic pregnancy, obviously losing a child but was still able to and professional enough to to be able to focus on football to be able to prepare to be able to play to be able to be there for his team you know while also you know worrying about and being there for his family as well um you know Logan Ryan is a you know from from all of our dealings that, that we've had with him thus far and obviously they've all been been through you know video conference because we can't have personal access to players but but he's been tremendous with the media he's he's well respected by his teammates he's well respected by his coaching staff it was a tremendous signing by by the New York Giants and you know each and every week he shows you why Joe Judge wanted him on this football team and it goes it goes beyond football it goes to what kind of person he is and you know Logan Ryan is a is a credit to the Giants organization he's a credit to uh, to anyone that was connected with bringing him to the Giants and I just feel really really good about the fact that that it was Logan Ryan who made the play at the end of Sunday's game that sealed the victory for the Giants all right, Giants fans, let's do this. Let's take a quick break here for a word from our sponsors at SB Nation. When we come back, I'll be playing some audio for you uh, of, from Joe Judge and a variety of Giants players as they react to Sunday's victory. Here is Giants tight end Evan Ingram talking about what was an up and down day for him, a day that included a terrific catch on a 16-yard touchdown pass from Daniel Jones, but also included a pair of drops that could have proved costly for the Giants.
1: Yeah, um obviously uh the, the touchdown
0: uh, was just trying to make a play for uh for the team and for Daniel. Uh, we got the look we wanted on that type of play and um I just had to execute um and, and finish the finish the play. Um DJ threw a great ball, just had to finish it and um the uh the drops, um you know
1: you don't want those um, but just gotta keep pushing through and um luckily we were able to to overcome um the adversity today and, and finish with the win.
0: Here's Giants coach Joe Judge on his team's ability to finish the game in the fourth quarter. No, for
2: us, the whole message was finish. You know, that's the thing you could constantly hear our players saying over and over and over. We talked about that before the game at halftime throughout the game on the sideline. we have to finish the game. So, you know, when we took the field you know, a number of times in that fourth quarter, the message was finish. That's what the players were ready for. Uh, we had to respond to whatever came our way. Washington made some plays down the stretch, but we were able to come away with some big turnovers and some key situations, and, uh, you know, you kind of getting player, uh, players like Logan and Blake to make some plays for you down the stretch, and they came through for us.
0: Here is Giants safety Jabril Peppers talking about the play on which Washington quarterback Kyle Allen was injured. Oh, yeah, you never, you never want that to happen. You know, uh, you know, we all have a little pact in this league. You know, we... Guys have, have have came from circumstances. Guys have worked hard to get here, so you you never want to see a guy go down like that, man. So you know, I just prayed for him. You know, I apologize to him. You know that I definitely didn't intend for that to happen. You know, I'm just trying to play hard. You know, make a play for my team. And uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm praying, I'm still praying for him, and I'm you know, I'm wishing him a speedy recovery. Were you trying? To I get mean, of- everything happened so fast. I tried to just bull rush the running back, but he kind of got under me a little bit. And I tried to, like, spin out of it. You know, it was it, it was like a weird kind of play. You know what I mean? I, I, I didn't intentionally try to, you know, leg whip him or whatever the penalty was. I was just trying to play hard, you know, get him on the ground. Here is Logan Ryan talking about an emotional week for him personally and about the game-ending interception that he made to seal Sunday's victory for the Giants.
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously there's a story behind everything. You guys know, I, I tell a lot of try to story tell up here. Um, it was an extremely emotional week as, as you guys know from my last time I talked to y'all with my wife and, uh, extremely grateful uh, to the organization and to my wife. She's a fighter, um, for her, not for, not to lose her there in that situation. Very, um, fortunate at the same time, my wife and I mourn in silence of our lost child, um, during that process too. So we had a loss as well. And, um, Although it's a great story, it was an emotional week for me and her. And um, that game was definitely for my wife. It was definitely, um, definitely for my family. Um, I had her name written on my cleats. And um, just extremely grateful and uh, that I have a great wife. And that ball's for her. She told me to bring one home for her, so I was able to do that. Um, that play is um, – the play that we ran is something that I talked about, Pat Graham, about doing and putting me in that position to make that play. And uh, in two-minute, we've been struggling all year, and it was just a play that uh, we put in, I think, um, Saturday night, like hours before the game. Last night, we said we we're going to try something new and try that. In the first half, I messed up. I wasn't there. They ran a 32-yard in-cut in that two-minute, and that was my fault. That was my job there. And I told Pat, I said, hey, that's on me. Um, call it again, and I'll be there. I'll make, I'll make it right. And at least, you know, at least he thinks it's going to be there. So he called it again. And the next time we ran, it was at, was at the end of the game. I was able to make the play. So that's just the, the story behind the game. And I'm very fortunate that Pat trusts me enough to, to, to run my play and to call my play and call my number. And that's what I believe I'm here to do. And that's what I, I, I believe I was here to do today for the team.
0: Here is Giants defensive tackle Leonard Williams on the idea that the Giants are better than their 2-7 and seven record indicates and his belief that they are still in the NFC East title race.
1: I mean, realistically, we're a few points away from having a winning record. I mean, uh, you know, like you said, I think our our record doesn't show the type of talent and, and team that we actually do have. Uh, I think Coach Judge uh, turned this place around and is doing a great job. Um, you know, I, and I've also been on teams where we've had a one-win, uh, you know, record by now. And, and you could feel the energy of the team start to drop. Uh, guys are not locked in as much and stuff like that. And uh, I feel like that happen- hasn't happened once um, here. And I think it, it's because we're in these tight games. Um, we're in these really tight games with, with playoff teams. You know what I mean? Uh, the Steelers are undefeated, like the Buccaneers, like a, a bunch of teams where we've been in tight games. And I think that's the reason why no one's hanging their head down and uh, giving up because, you know, we're right there. And I think that, if we just keep working hard, I feel like we're going to get over the hump. I mean, I think, like I said, the fact that we're getting close in, in some of these games with, with top teams in the league right now is one of the reasons why we're not hanging our head, and then also the fact that our division is so open and uh, you know everything's right there in front of us still. Giants
0: fans, that's our show for today. We thank you, as always, for listening. Please remember to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio on all of your favorite podcast applications, rate, review, comment. Let us know what you think, what you like, what you don't like. And also, please remember to stay safe out there and take care of each other. Bye-bye now.